Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back, everyone, to the 108th episode of Power Your Parenting, Moms with Teens podcast. I'm Colleen O'Grady, the host of the show. Today, we are going to talk about space and why we all need it. In this episode, we will talk about why your teens need space and why you and your partner and you need space. We will also talk about how to use space well. And finally, how moms can reclaim their space. I think out of your whole family, moms have the hardest time getting space, and we probably need it the most. So we have to be strategic to make sure we get it. So why we need space? Everyone in your family needs space. It's not a nice to have. It is a core need of every human being. For a family to be healthy, you need space and connection. Learning how to negotiate your space while in relationship is mandatory for having a healthy family. And many of you listening may be thinking, yeah, 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 I know this, and probably so, but are you living this? It can be trickier than it sounds. For one, space can freak you out. For example, just think about your daughter or your son if their boyfriend or girlfriend hasn't texted them right away. How do they act? they probably can freak out. They get obsessed about the relationship so they can't enjoy their space. The reason that they are freaked out is because it feels like they're losing connection. Space always feels good when we are the ones who claim it, like, I'm going to my room now, I'm going to get my space. But if we are on the receiving end of it, I need my space we can get anxious, like, why would you need space from me? And we can get insecure about our relationship. We interpret someone in our family claiming their space as rejection or that we did something wrong. But the goal here is a natural ebb and flow of space and connection. Space does not mean your teen or your partner are disconnecting from you if they take their space. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Space is a secret sauce for an enjoyable and deep and meaningful connection. When you believe that, then you can give that other person space. Why your teens need space? Your teen needs space from you and their father and actually her friends. This again is a necessity and is natural. It doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. It only becomes a problem when it goes to the extreme like they are spending all their time in their room and don't want to leave their room and don't want to connect with friends. Your preteen and teens are inching towards autonomy. You see that when their room becomes their space, like it's their little apartment within your home. They start spending more and more time in their room. They want to redecorate it to make it their own. At least the girls do. And often you find them spending more and more time in their room talking to their friends. Unfortunately, though they do need this time alone to develop their autonomy, 
But this scares parents a lot because of screens and social media and for good reason. You know that though your teens are safe under your roof, that the internet world can expose them to all sorts of danger and exposing them to all sorts of things that are not good for them. You probably remember when 13 Reasons Why first came out on Netflix, which was quite controversial. It ended up with a graphic scene of the leading character committing suicide in a bathtub at the end of the series. And I just talked to a girl last week who finally confessed that she had strong thoughts about suicide. And when I asked her how would she do it, she told me that she would do it in the bathtub. And I asked her if she watched the show, 13 Reasons Why, and she said yes, and I also read the book. Pornography, sexting, cyberbullying, or just being exposed to shows that are toxic for your mental health can lie behind your teen's shut door. So it's easy to see how no parent would want their teen to have space, because unfortunately their rooms aren't safe anymore. But yes, we can do something about that. Our teens definitely need accountability around all things screen and cyber protection and security, and they need their space. They need their downtime to putter around the house or in their room, and downtime doesn't mean that they are on Snapchat. Getting space or real downtime is not on social media. Teens need time and space to catch up with their thoughts and feelings. They need space to know why that interaction with the boy at school or girl bothered them. They need space to become aware that they are really discouraged or stressed or happy, or they really are bothered by their grades. Really, all of us need to take a break from all things screen. We are available 24-7 through email, cell phones, and internet, and all those other electronic gadgets. There are lots of wonderful things about this, but this has eroded our space. This creates a blurring of boundaries between work and home because the cell phone and internet are in our living rooms and our bedrooms. I know I have been guilty of finally having space right before bed, and then I look at Facebook or Instagram. That is not space. I've just saturated my mind and attention with hundreds of other people's stories and images. Again, this is not space. True space is quiet. It doesn't stimulate the mind. It quiets the mind. So that allows me to reconnect with my true self. You need to give your partner or your teen space so that they can deal with their own stuff. If your partner comes home and doesn't have any space, he or she will most likely offload their stress or negative feelings on you. It's the old adage of you having a horrible day, your teen yelled at you in the morning, someone keyed your new car, you found out someone spilled cranberry juice on your new white sofa, and right before you pulled in the driveway, someone flipped you off driving down your street at 90 miles per hour. You slam open the front door and poor Fufu the Shih Tzu is under your feet and poor Fufu the Shih Tzu is going to probably be kicked across the room just because she was in the wrong place at the wrong time. We don't want to do that to anyone, but we definitely don't want to be a metaphorical Fufu. I have heard so many moms badmouth their partners for playing golf or meeting a friend or playing poker or going to the gym, and all of this is said in air quotes like, How dare him get to do these things and get his space when I don't get any? That must be nice, we may say sarcastically. 
I would like to say it's not just nice for him. It will be nice for the entire family if he comes home not stressed and he's relaxed. And look at it this way. He is modeling what you need to do. So take it as permission that you can do some of the same things to get your space. Why you and everyone in your family need space. We need space so we can de-stress. You don't get rid of stress magically after work or after school. Stress is literally in your body, and stress loads your body up with adrenaline and cortisol, putting you in fight, flight, or freeze. So if you don't have space to de-stress, then your teen yelling at you or partner yelling at you or you yelling at them can feel like y'all are releasing the stress of the day. But it is only creating more stress and more division and acrimony in your family. Without space between your relationships, you're inadvertently dialing up drama. No space equals more drama. When you offload your stress onto someone else in that moment, you feel completely justified. Your teen feels justified for yelling at you and your partner feels justified at yelling at you and the kids. We need space to let the swirling thoughts and emotions settle. You need time to let that dirt settle at the bottom of the glass in order to see clearly. To get space, it needs to be in your schedule, and that can be a challenge. Our American culture seems to be increasing speed every year. A hectic schedule is expected. However, this results in stress for the whole family and robs you of joy. You need breathing room in your schedule. In some ways, 2020 gave us space in terms of slowing our busy schedule down. Yet, 2020 plus, meaning that we're in 2021, compounds the space problem because your teens are at home and you and your partner could be at home too and all of this together time is stressful. The lack of space can be causing a lot more irritations and snarky conversations. I've had many moms tell me how much their teens are bothering them. It's like they see so many more flaws or immaturity, which makes moms more irritable towards their teen. But that's also how they feel about you. They start hyper-focusing on the little things that irritate them about you. Like one middle school girl told me how annoying her mother was because of how she chewed her food and shook her foot when she was sitting. So this increased impatience and heightened irritability with each other comes from not having enough space. Now we are going to talk on how do you use your space well. When you use your space well, it helps you reconnect to you by reflecting and realizing. It slows down reaction and helps you reconnect to others in a more satisfying way. When you have space, you can reconnect with the real you. When you're having conversations all day long, or you are in monitor mode, you're in getting stuff done mode and getting through your to-do list. I would say this is like that machine part of you. Many moms will tell me they feel like mother machines, where you keep trying to push the house, the kids, the partner forward. In the process of doing that, you can lose touch with the capital Y-O-U. When I say space, it excludes social media. But you could be doing something mindless by yourself, like taking a walk or gardening or doing dishes, folding laundry, taking a bath, doing your hair. And of course, you can always journal or spend time in meditation. 
But realistically for moms, I want you to see that some simple things like folding laundry can be space, as long as no other human being is there to question you or distract you. When you give yourself this gift of space, then you, again, capital Y-O-U, starts to come back. You think, what happened this morning with my husband? Why did I get so upset? I think something's off with Brittany. You know, I'm really, really spent, or I haven't had fun in a million weeks, or I feel so disconnected from my best friend. This space allows you to have time to reflect on your day or your week and name what's going on for you and what you're feeling. If you don't give yourself space, a lot of times moms will reach for wine and Netflix and just numb out the day. Now, I love wine and Netflix, but it can't be a substitute for your own space. You definitely won't reconnect with Y-O-U that way. You need your space to realize what's going on. A lot of times something is bothering us about our teens or our partners, but we don't ever give ourselves the space to name it. We need the space to name what's going on so we can get clear and decide what we're going to do about it. See, if we numb, we miss out on some things, not quite right feeling with my teen, and we never get clear about what's going on and what we need to do about it. So space is used well when we reconnect with capital Y-O-U and we get clear. We use our space well when we slow down our reaction and take a pause. In other words, if you and your teen or your partner start to get in an argument and it's escalating quickly into a drama event, just say, I need to take some space here. Then calm down and get clear and ask yourself, what do I think about this? If your teen presses you in the moment to give you an answer, you can say, if you want to know the answer now, it's no. But if you give me some space to think about it, there's a chance it could be a yes. Space is a way to contain the drama fire from spreading. Space allows the fire to go out when everyone is involved. Scientifically speaking, It allows you to get out of the sympathetic nervous system and out of the stress response. It allows you to not just react from your lower brain, but calm down and reconnect with your problem solving and that clear part of your brain. This works for you and other members of your family. The space or pause you take contains the fire so that it doesn't do damage to your relationships or to yourself. You use space well when it slows down reactivity. Space is needed for us to truly appreciate each other. Space is good for that like factor. You love your teens, but do you like them? It's hard to like your teens or your partner if you never have space. But when you have some space, you are genuinely glad to see them. Space can help us see past our stereotypes of each other. He's just lazy. She's just stubborn. Again, space can give us the gift of reflection so that we see each other more from the heart and we're less critical. When we have space, the same things that can drive us up the wall can become endearing. Like your son's goofiness can drive you crazy when you've had no space, but can bring you joy when you do. Space gives you time to really identify how you feel towards each other. Space can help you find more appreciation and more gratitude towards each other. And when you have had your space, you aren't resentful about your time with others. You have more space for others when you give yourself space. 
You use your space well when it brings you closer to others. So how can moms reclaim their space? Again, I know logistically it's very hard for moms to claim their space. But first, it starts with you knowing that your true need for space should be at the top of your list and not at the bottom. Moms know they need their space, but they trick themselves by saying, I'll get my time after I get everything done for the family. But you never get through your to-do list. So you have to be intentional to get your alone time in. You have to see that taking your space is not selfish. It makes you a better mom and a better person and improves your relationships. When you see the priority of making space for you, then you'll be more generous and less reactionary with your teen or your partner when they tell you they need their space. You'll know that everyone wins here when they get their space. Now, I want to give you some practical ways you can get some space that's completely doable. Okay, one, reduce the speed of your life by taking five minutes to be quiet each day. And you can do that. Set a timer on your phone or use a simple kitchen timer. You can use this time to be still, to meditate, or pray. Actually, you can take five-minute breaks several times a day. Just stay in the bathroom a little bit longer. We all have five-minute breaks during the day, but we typically reach for our phones. So if you choose, choose something different. Choose the quiet. You can also do this in transition times, like when you come home from work or the grocery store. Instead of rushing into the house, spend five minutes in your car before you go into the house. Those transition times can be very, very helpful. Two, say no to one thing. It is easy at the beginning of the school year to say yes to a million things. Sure, I'll be the president of the PTO. Yes, I can chair the school fundraiser. Yes, 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 yes. Now, if you really know you're supposed to be the president of the PTO, that's great. But many of us overcommit for so many reasons. If there is something you really don't want to do, just say no. It may be the one decision that will bring peace to you and your household. Sometimes it's just saying no to one thing on the weekend, or maybe letting one thing go on the weekend. But I want you to think strategically here. Let's say you're going to cook dinner. You can tell your family that you will cook dinner, but this is your time and keep them out of the kitchen. Play your favorite music and enjoy the solitude. Three, take a break from electronics. Turn off all electronics. We'll start with 30 minutes a day. The world will not fall apart. This will help you be present to the life in front of you. Make a conscious decision, especially around bedtime, about how long or if you're going to be on social media. You be the model for your teen. If you are constantly on your phone, of course, your teen feels they can be constantly on the phone. Set an example for your teen. Four. Schedule downtime. I love downtime. Most of us don't have the luxury of days of downtime, but we can still have downtime, and we need it to rest. Schedule one hour of downtime. And if you want to be wild, why don't you schedule two hours? During this time, I want you to be unproductive. This is your time to piddle and putter. Give yourself a break from getting something done on your to-do list. 
What's crazy is that if you literally put downtime in your schedule for an hour, then you can enjoy it more just by scheduling it. You know that you are accomplishing your goal of downtime. Five, write it out. If your head feels like a traffic jam or a frazzled freeway, then you want to get some of those thoughts on paper. Get three pages of notebook paper. Now I want you to write continuously till you fill up those three pages. This is not a time to worry about grammar. You can change subjects every sentence. The point of this is to empty all the thoughts that are swirling in your head. If you are especially upset about a relationship, you can, quote, rage on the page. Just get all your feelings out, and of course, afterwards, this is not something you want to leave hanging around. Tear it up after you're done. Six, make space a family conversation. You want to make space something that everyone in your family can talk about and negotiate and have that on a regular basis. If you make this a normal part of your conversation, then it won't cause drama or misunderstandings. It's just what you do. There were many times I would be all chatty with my daughter and my daughter learned to say calmly, Mom, I've had a hard day. I need my space. Now, of course, being a mom and being a mom who's a therapist, I wanted to jump in and ask her a million questions. But I didn't. I respected her space. And when I left her alone, when she was ready and had time to process whatever was going on, she would often come up to me and volunteer everything. I wouldn't have to ask her any questions. When you tell your family you need some space, you give them permission to do the same. So one practical thing here is to give a time limit so that there's no uncertainty, like, I need time this evening by myself. I need some space while I'm cooking dinner. When you are specific and clear about the time, then that allows everyone in your family to relax and respect your boundary. They know when they can ask you questions or get your attention again. This will work for you, and it will work for other members of your family. When you know what time your teen will be home, you can give them their time, and vice versa. This concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. If this podcast has been helpful, I would absolutely love it if you could go to Apple Podcasts and give Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast a five-star review. This makes it easier for other moms like you to find the support and encouragement they need. Also, my best-selling and award-winning book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict, Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, A Guide for Mothers Everywhere. You can find that and order it online at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And you can always find other great resources and contact me at ColleenOGrady.com, two L's and two E's. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.